I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism. They suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Martyrdom. Uh, when I use this word martyrdom, many of us can conjure up visions of Christ on the cross or Muslims beating or bleeding themselves in frenzied processions. But these aren't the only ones that are martyrs. They're amongst us. And if we are watchful, they may well be some of our loved ones too. 
One vivid example for me is a cousin of mine, we'll call her Reema, who I've sort of grown up with. But when we were kids, I didn't notice much of what I later became aware of. Now I can see that she's the queen of self-sacrifice. And she will have you know that she's putting herself last because she wants the best for you. And mind you, she says this in full display and very loudly for all to hear. She has to convince herself and you that she doesn't get to be happy. Everyone else can be happy but not her. And if you try to help her, heavens, no, 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 you can't do that. Because you'll probably do it wrong. And then she'll have to redo it anyway. And she confesses she doesn't really mind doing it all. After all, she's used to it and blah, blah, blah. The point is that it's not possible to get the burden off of her. Now or ever. It dawned on me much later that such people revel in misery, burden and suffering. And their subtler aim is to afflict another with their helpfulness and goodness. And it gets very confusing for the other because their so-called help doesn't really feel good. It makes you feel guilty for not doing what they are able to do all the time and so easily. Since their safety comes from their poor me role and their behavior, they get attention from others around them and possibly validation for being so heroic. But at the bottom of all this, is a screwed up sense of their own self-worth. So you see, it's not really being as brave as it appears to be. It's actually a sad place to be, I think. A place where the person feels overextended, underappreciated, and possibly very, very angry, I think. So when you're in a relationship with someone who loves to suffer, what can you do? How can you see the situation with insight and move towards helping them and most definitely helping yourself also? First, when I began to see my cousin, Dreema, with a, a deeper insight, I had to go back in time, you know, into her childhood and see what made her the way she was. Her mother had a bout of alcoholism and Reema was the observer and also the recipient of those miserable years her mother went through. Her mum cried and moaned and blamed a lot of her life. And as a helpless little child, Reema wanted to rescue her. With the overwhelming state her mother was constantly in, there was no space for Reema to express herself or to feel safe by saying, anything about herself. You know, I'm sure that you can see what I mean. Or you may have even seen people like this. So she grew up feeling that she was only valuable when she did things for other people. It would be wrong and selfish to think of her own needs. But as we know that when you fail to consider your own well-being, 
it will show up in other negative ways like anger, fiery anger, with yells and screams probably of no one appreciates me, I do so much and no one sees me. As we all know, this leads to stress-related illnesses and one can end up sacrificing one's health or even one's life. But there's an alternative to this horror story. There always is. And that's the purpose of these series. To find the win in every painful, hopeless episode of our lives. The win here would be to learn to stop acting. Just stop being on stage all the time. And start living authentically. It's not too tough. It's quite simple once you commit to it. So sit down when you have some uninterrupted time. Relax. Breathe. Write what comes to mind of the episodes when you felt you had to sacrifice. And the resentment you felt when you did that. Do you see any patterns of being abandoned or neglected? And no one saw how you suffered. Think about all the rewards you would have got. No recognition, appreciation or love. Then check your body. How's your stomach? Any pressure in the head? Are you sad or furious? After you know these feelings, decide to tell one person you trust. Many times it can be a close friend or a therapist. Be patient with yourself. It takes time to break a strong pattern like this. And in some time you'll find that things improve. Others do begin to take responsibility for helping out. And they know that things have changed and they even begin to secretly appreciate your authenticity. And after all this suffering and martyrdom, I now want to give you the most important part of this message and that is the humor. We can find humor in any situation actually. Find the laughs in how you used to be. Look back and laugh at yourself. Some think that Finding humor in suffering is inappropriate. And I kind of get that. It's not that I think that suffering is funny. I don't. It's a hundred percent painful and insanely hard. But what I do know is that every painful thing we endure here on earth isn't the end of the road. There's a feast of joy and some cake and some goodie bags and a big old party also waiting for us. And I, for one, am going to definitely find it. And knowing this, I want to do a personal quiz with you. So ask yourself, how do I view this world? How do I see things? Am I so focused on tragedy that I miss the happy moments? What is the song I want to sing? You know, Everything Stinks is not my song for sure. The world could use 
more cheerful smiles. We could use some good news right now. And who better to bring it to everybody than you? So cheers for now. We all deserve some happiness, don't we? That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.